Hello and welcome to the bros. I'm Bill Turner and you have just entered the back room of the sanctuary where the conversation happens. If you were here last week, you probably know that this episode is the second part of the previous episode. What you may not know is that in between the parts, we took a snack break and really chowed down on some Skittles. Not sponsored, by the way. Skittles are great for eating, but not amazing for sound quality, so there's quite a bit of chewing noises throughout. I apologize for the sounds you're going to hear, but the content we talk about is as good to the brain as Skittles are to the taste buds. And while we do get off on several rabbit trails, it's an enjoyable experience nonetheless. This week, we talk about the differences between Elijah and Elisha and have a fun time discussing their miracles and lives. All right, I'm going to get out of the way and let the episode speak for itself. We hope you enjoy and thank you for listening. Bill Turner, checking out. So you guys mentioned Elisha. I can never remember which one was first. Elijah. Elijah was first? Joe was first. Elijah is my favorite character in the Bible so far. So... Uh, one of my favorite miracles in the Bible is by Elisha, the, the second one. Yeah, Elisha. And it's uh, after he died, his bones were laid. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember the whole story, and I really should because it's my favorite miracle, but I'm tired. Look I got it. Uh, a man was, was killed, and they just threw him in on his bones. They were in the middle of a war. Uh, the Midianites uh, were in a war. Yeah. And, and they just, so they, they were in a battle. And one and three other soldiers, other soldiers threw that man. Yeah, and did you know that before that, him, Elijah and Elisha had the same amount of miracles done in there? In no. there. No. So he asked for a double, a double portion. portion, and God allowed him double the miracles. It's not exactly double by number, but he got he got a double portion of his blessing. I think it was exactly double. No, it's not. Not. Are you sure? If you count it up, I think Elisha has fifteen. And oh. Elijah has seven? I don't know. I think it was... Hold on. Because I think that last one was... Um, hold on. Let me look it up real quick. But Me and Netta, we looked it up. We studied it. And we could not figure out how it's double because it's not exactly double by number. It's just double portion of his blessing. The Berean Christian Bible study room, I think. I don't know. Okay. Miracles in the career of Elijah. Uh, causing the rain to cease for... Oh my goodness, the language is really bad in this. Not literally bad language. I mean like the way they wrote this. That could sound bad. All right, causing the rain to cease. Yeah, it has them listed here with numbers. Go ahead. Um, being fed by the ravens. Miracle of the barrel of meal and cruise of oil. They counted different ones, I'm sure. They count prophecies. That's what it is. Mm. They're counting prophecies here. Uh, calling a resurrection of the widow's son. Calling a fire from heaven on the altar. Uh, you got that? The fire? Yep. And then uh, causing it to rain. Prophecy that Ahab's sons would all be destroyed. The next three are prophecies. Do you consider a prophecy a miracle? I don't. I don't, but... personally. Okay, the drought is a miracle. Being fed by ravens is a miracle. The endless meal is a miracle. The widow's son okay. is yeah. a miracle. The fire falling from heaven is a miracle. Causing it to rain, it's a miracle. What else? 
the three prophecies, but calling fire from heaven on the first 50 soldiers. Oh, that's three. That's three times. Oh, wow. No, it's that two. Only twice. Only he twice? The third one. But there was three. Oh, there was three groups that came. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. This, okay. The third one was smart. He's like, please, please follow so, me. So, Brother Bill Houston preached a sermon. Mm -hmm. And my dad, list, my dad loves hearing Brother Bill preach. And I've heard this sermon like seven times. And when he gets to this part, the, the, first, the first one comes and he says, you know, by order of the king, I'm paraphrasing, mm -hmm. you have to come with us. And, and, he's, and, and in Brother Bill's words, Elijah says, I don't have to, and calls fire from heaven. And when the, when the third guy gets there, the third captain <laughs> gets there, First thing, according to Brother Bill, with the way he said it, is the I know you don't have to. Mm. <laughs> What's funny is the way Elijah replied to the guys. It said, "If I be a man of God, let fire from heaven destroy thee and die yeah. fifty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Yeah, Elijah was one of my favorites. He's my favorite. He's my favorite prophet, man." Because that whole story of calling down fire from heaven is amazing. Yeah, he's he's my favorite prophet, man. I I, I can't bring up any other, any other prophet that would be my favorite like that. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the maybe that's the whole ADHD thing. I don't know. Personally, mine yeah. is a light show. And it's not just a double portion. I think he sent the bears. To I think he had the most interesting. That made fun of him for being bald. Yeah, I think he had the most. <laughs> Yeah, I think he had the most interesting miracles. Is that a miracle? Yeah, they, it's called it that. Yeah, sure mm -hmm. it is. You call up Moon, they're dead. That's a miracle. The Shoebears destroyed the kids or the people that... Young men, yeah. The young men that called him bald. That's a, that's vengeance. Let me tell you. Dad started preaching, I've been real quiet. He used to make <laughs> some bald jokes. Then my dad started preaching, I calmed down on those bald jokes. Because we still get bears in Florida. Very rarely, but yeah. There was one caught at Disney World a couple, like a week ago. Can um, I pet yeah. that dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All right. The drought, being fed by ravens. I got the endless meal. I got the widow's son. I got the fire from the altar. I got the rain. I got the mm -hmm. calling down fire twice on the, t on the, yep. on the 50. What else? Um... We're not caught. We're not counting prophecies. Okay, parting of the Jordan. Parting of the Jordan. That's right. They're listening. Being caught up to heaven in a whirlwind, which I don't think is a miracle personally. What the 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 uh, caught up to heaven in a whirlwind? That's no. not a miracle. I don't think he did it. I don't think. May I, let's say that's one. Yeah. I don't, it's not a miracle of Elisha, but the fiery chariot. He's gonna call it the fiery yeah. chariot. But it was God. Last I mean, okay, okay, okay. All these miracles that happened, you can arguably say that every last one of them was God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the fiery chariot, just because God sent the whirlwind in the fiery chariot, doesn't mean that Elijah didn't have part in that prophet that in that uh, miracle. But what did he do? For the, the fiery chariot. What like, did he what, do to what, get what? fed by the ravens? That was another one that I thought about calling Fair out. Point. 
Well, I thought about what did he do? What, what did he do? Like the ravens came and fed him. All right. Think of the miracles Jesus did. Would you consider the dove flying down <laughs> we're to com- be a we're, miracle? We're having Jesus? We're, we're having a discussion. Semantics now of a, miracles. A, yeah. A <laughs> now we're having a lesson. <laughs> we're having the semantics of miracles right here. Because I'm not asking as a rhetorical. I genuinely think. Do you think that the dove c- flying down and landing on the head of Jesus as the you know the Holy Ghost was that a miracle of Jesus? Was that something God did to prove that Jesus was the right one? I think that was something God did. I don't. Right. I don't think. I that wouldn't was think a, that was a miracle to him. It had, it him had to happen that saying, way. Saying, pour the water into the the flagons. Or, what was it? No, it wasn't that. It was the water jars they were measuring in firkins. That's what confused me. Um, pour it all into there. By the way, that was so much wine. Uh, oh, yeah. They were used to wash their hands. Gross. <laughs> My <laughs> word. That was disgusting. But they, it was it was to pour into different things. It wasn't. They didn't wash their hands in this. But it was like giant. I mean, it was like gallons upon gallons of water that was all turned into wine. That was a miracle of Jesus, where he's like, "Do this, do that." It happened. Yeah. So I would Same say, saying him. the rain is going to cease, miracle of Elisha. I think God did it too, but that was he was told to tell them that. Elijah did that too. The ravens, he sat there, dude. Wait. He just sat there. Wait, wait. Yeah, he didn't Elijah, Elijah. Elijah. I'm sorry. I, did I say Elijah? I he thought did I said say Elijah. Elijah. I would say saying the rain is gonna cease. Miracle of Elisha. Miracle of Elisha. Elijah. Elijah. I would say that's a miracle of his. Being fed by Elijah the ravens did part the Jordan too. is debatable. That's one of the most interesting things. Didn't they both do that? The last miracle they did Elijah did was the himself first. was the first that Elisha did. Yep. And the way he did it was amazing too. Yeah. Says, he and he took the, the mantle. What mantle. he said, dude, is incredible. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elisha? Elisha. <laughs> And when he had also spent in the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. I got to bring back hither and thither. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start using that in conversation. That's a great word. Or two. Yeah, um, two words. <laughs> yeah, and Elisha went over. Three overs. words. I'm sorry. So, Pulled the Biden there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he doesn't know what words are. Um, this is all in the same chapter? Oh, my goodness. He does three miracles in one chapter. Elisha already had like a triple portion based on Elijah. Because Elijah in that in the in that chapter, part of the Jordan, and I guess prophesied and got caught up. I'll count that as a half for each for those two is a half a miracle, and then Elisha did the parting of the Jordan, and then where's the whole chapter, please? I would love to have the whole chapter here. Um, read full chapter there. Um, the men of the city said in Elisha, this is like literally he went to Jericho after when they um, they were searching for Elijah. Uh, seek thy master less privilege taken up and cast him upon some mountain or in some valley they thought that he had taken him up to heaven and then put him in a different spot because he had done that before right. with other people he carried people up and, and put them somewhere else said behold now there be with thy servants 50 strong men let them go and seek thy master taken him up and cast him on some mountain or some valley and he said ye shall not send and when they urged him till he was ashamed, they said, send. <laughs> like, All right, fine. You've talked to me for an hour about this. He's gone. You're going you're gonna to go out. I feel bad for sending you out there because you're not going to find him. Uh, they de- sent therefore 50 men and they sought three days but found him not. <laughs> and when they came unto him, <laughs> I love Elisha so much. And when they came again to him for he tarried at Jericho, he said unto them, 
Did I not say unto you, go not? He literally hit him with it, I told you so, <laughs> as soon as that. And so that's one miracle is part of the Jordan. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant as how many, my lord's. How many miracles are we on with Elisha? Uh, this is one. Oh my goodness. And then this one now is two. In the same chapter. <laughs> as Elisha getting called up. Right. <laughs> Elisha. He really started yeah, off strong. He did. So we're at one, and this is number two. Um, the situation is city as pleasant as my lord seeth, but the water is not and the ground barren. There's no water. Or crops. Yeah. Or like the water is bad, essentially. I'm about to say, is that Elijah's fault? <laughs> no, no, no. And he said, bring me a new cruise and put salt therein. I was like, bring me the salt shaker. So uh, they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters and cast a salt in there and said, thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elijah, when he spake. Elijah. And he went up from thence, or Jericho, when he went up from thence unto Bethel. And as he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him. And said unto him, Go up, thou bald head! Go up, thou bald head! And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood and tear forty and two children of them. Oh, my word. And he went from thence to Mount Carmel, and from thence he returned to Syria. He basically just annihilated an entire generation. So that's three miracles now? Yeah. That's like four what? playgrounds worth. <laughs> 42 children? Good grief. Have you ever seen the hot dog roller slides? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I thought I was going to be slick and go down those on my feet. Mm, yeah. It did not work. work. Yeah. <laughs> I fish planted. Face so hard, dude. What? Yeah, because I, 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 I thought it'd be a good idea. He's to like, front heavy, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Okay. I thought it'd sense. be a good idea to hit it moving, not step onto it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. 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 <laughs> You thought it would be better to go down like like a security guard throwing a suitcase onto an airport roller <laughs> instead of just calmly taking it down slowly. He's throwing a smooth criminal down the way. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, the idea was if I hit it with momentum, I'll be fine. I was not. <laughs> I hit it, kind of did like a black eyes type thing, <laughs> and then fell off and just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the laugh out. <laughs> he, he hit that one. <laughs> he hit that wily coyote right on the end. Oh man! He a little roadrunner, meep meep, and then was win. <laughs> Shit, Ed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, with those, those, with those uh, hot dog roller slides, like you really mm. don't got no kind of friction. There's no traction. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> if you gotta go, you gotta. I thought it. it was a great idea. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, the fact that I did it or that nobody tried to stop me, but. Mm. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't try to stop you. No. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was hilarious. That's somebody win somebody win. recorded it. So that's a win-win, Bill. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah Either so I, it happens and it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. Right. Or where it fails miserably and it's the funniest thing did, that could have happened. How did we segue into this? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right, go back to the rest I of the... I said 40 and two children were... Oh two, yeah, the whole playground. Oh, yeah. And then you made... Common ground playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway... 
we're on the we're on the mall of the. I'm gonna bears. finish that story real quick though. Oh, go ahead. Very short. When I face planted, I was going fast enough that my feet, like I kicked myself in the, the back of the head. Yeah, wham, mm-hmm. and then I went home. That was the end. I, I haven't been back. Hmm. <laughs> I've been back only with the kids, and the only thing we do is slide down that grass hill. Mm. They like to play on the slides and everything, but I don't really do anything over there except for slide down the grass hill. Might hurt your back. My back. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it doesn't. I feel like the most annoying back pain is the first thing in the morning back pain. You ever have that? Am I no, just, am I, I, just I, old? I get all day back pain. I don't know about the first day. I don't know. <laughs> like, you've morning. never woken up and been like, oh, my back hurts. It's a real Joe Biden conversation. <laughs> I'm not How old are you? 20. Yeah. He's Aww. lived a full life. I'm only 32 and I have a long way to go. You have tw- you're have mm. 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like dead by 40. Yeah, he's put a lot of Don't miles on He's put a lot of miles on the tank. <laughs> right. I already have arthritis. I mean, yeah. um... Uh, is it from the slide? <laughs> 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 All right, let's try to get the bear, finish the bear. The, oh, yeah. Elisha, I want to hear the rest oh, of the show. Oh, yeah. yeah, in the very next chapter, there's a very, very long story. A whole chapter's worth of blah, 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 king of Moab, uh... Talking to the king of Judah, they've rebelled. Moab, isn't that a bomb? Uh, mother of all bombs, yeah. Originally. But, uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, I'm scrolling through here. At one point, Elisha is referred to as um, by the servants. So, so basically, the king of Israel says, which is Joram at this point. Uh, is it Joram or Jehoram? Jehoram. Jehoram. The son of Ahab. Jehoram. Which, by the way, was prophesied by Elijah. Yeah, it's Elisha. Just Jehor- making sure. <laughs> Jehoram, the son of it. That name fell off in popularity real quick after that. Did when did Ahab? Everyone's like, we don't. When know. did Ahab die and the dogs licked up his blood? When did that was during later, Elisha's right? life? Yeah, that was what? I believe that was during Elisha's life. Yeah, I figured. Or I'm sorry, Elijah's life. I'm sorry. Elijah's life? Yeah, I believe so. I'm almost positive that was in. It life. was after, near the word Elisha, but they have still haven't brought it up. I thought it would happen after because it was Jehu was in was was. Uh, I don't know. Actually, he might be right. Jehu came up and he was prophesying about the dogs licking up their blood too. So, um, I, I might be wrong. I don't know. It's fine. So, so basically, um, there's two countries at that point, two sections of Israel. There's Israel and then there's Judah. Um, so currently, Israel Ahab was evil, but Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, mm-hmm. was <laughs> not evil. And so, the king Jehoram went out of Samaria at the same time. So Jehoram. Wrought evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like Ahab or Jezebel, for he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, and I gotta look this up because I don't know what the sins. So Jehoram of... was just an idiot. No, he's not. He um, let's not use those bad words. My son listens to these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, he really does. I love you, Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. I love you too. So basically, he built altars to other gods in different spots. It says, it says here, Jehoram, not like his father and his mother, for he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. So he put away the giant, like, you have to worship Baal image that was there. However, it says, nevertheless, he cleaved under the sins of Jehoram, the son of Nebat, which made Israel to sin. So made Israel to sin there means that he offered in different spots temples to Baal and these different types of things with altars. So you could either sacrifice to the Lord or, you know, the Lord God or to Baal. 
um, and he departed not there. So um, it gave him an option. Right. So at that point, Jehoram is is right, you know, has wrought evil in the sight of the Lord, and Jehoshaphat has not. He is a good he is a good king. He's the king of Judah. Mm-hmm. Good for Jehoshaphat. Yeah, and and Judah and Israel are pretty closely connected. Obviously. Literally, like in land, but like usually they they are you know if they're going to attack one they're going to attack the other for enemies so they work well together. Um, he numbered all Israel, and he went and sent to Jehoshaphat the king of Judah, saying, "The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Wilt thou go up with me against Moab to battle?" And he said, "I will go up. I am as thou art. My people as thy people, and my horses as thy horses." Um, and so then they went up through the wilderness of Edom, and then there was. Um, Okay, so the king of Israel went, and the king of Judah, and the king of Edom, which is another place right next to there, and they fetched a compass of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the host and for the cattle that followed them. So seven days' journey into the valley of the wilderness of Edom. Sounds like a miracle coming. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect setup here. Yeah, right here. And the king said, alas, that, huh, alas, that alas. the Lord. Yeah, I know. And the king said, Alas, that the Lord hath called up these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Again, Jehoshaphat's the good guy. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a here a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire by the Lord of the Lord by him? So where does where does the prophet live? Where does Elisha live? I don't know. He travels around. It kind of just seems Bethel, like I think they live point. as far away yeah. from everybody as they can. And one of the kings of Israel's servants answered and said, Here is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. So I guess that means like he took, cleaned them up or whatever. Took half, you know, He was a servant. Which is an interesting description. Which he was. He yeah. was, yeah. I mean, he, he followed Elijah. Mm-hmm. And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Hold on. Does it ever say what the king of Edom's name is? Uh, I don't believe so. So he's just some random king from Edom. Let me see if I can pull up a map and find out where Edom is. Where's your laptop? Mine? At the house. I didn't think I'd need it. I didn't either. I tried to bring it. We should bring them every Wednesday night. We have two, yeah. Um, Alright, so... And Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. So he lived right by there, I guess. There was in that area. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee? Get thee to the prophets of thy father and to the prophets of thy mother. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's upset. He's With good reason. Happy. Oh, 100%. Because he's doing the same thing. That's why he's not, by the way, that's why Elisha's in Edom, not in Israel. Because the same thing's going on. <laughs> what are you doing here? Get back to them prophets of Baal you like so much. And the king of Israel, Jehoram, they didn't name him. And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord hath called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Um, this is one of those moments where, you know, one of those unsaved people or like people who are Christians, but they're not, you know, living like Christ. They say, yeah. So, so Moab is in between Israel and Edom. Right. And Judah. They're all connected. 
And so if one, they all have to kind of work together here. And so to get to, um, he asked him which way he wants to go. We have a map here. Um, Israel is at the top of the map, Judah right below. And then in between Judah and, and Moab, which is to the right, then there is a body of water that separates them that's rather large. I, it doesn't say it here. Would so that I'm, not be the, the Red Sea? Uh, no, I, I think like, the Red Sea is... I feel it, like I need to get more on my it's mic. Not. It's because it's, uh, it's over by Egypt. It's not... Oh, yeah, Israel. that's right. Um, so the... Uh, that's the Dead Sea. It could be the Dead Sea. I think that's higher up, actually. I don't know. No, because, yeah, it's, it's not. The I sea. failed geography. It could be the, so. It's not the Jordan River because I can see the Jordan River here. Uh, it's fine. So in between that, I can find a different picture if I really wanted to, but it's okay. So anyhow, the kingdom of Judah separates the kingdom of Israel from the kingdom of Edom. Edom, And, and Judah is not connected to Moab. Edom and Israel both are. So to get to Moab to fight them, they either have to go through Israel or they have to go through Edom. They chose to go through the wilderness of Edom. So in order to do that, you have to pass through. So you have to get permission from the king. So the king is like, hey, I don't like these guys. You did living right next to me. I don't want them to start fighting me. They're rebelling. That's not a good sign for anybody. Yeah. It's, so it's, they all go through to the, to the, through Edom with the king. So back to Elisha. Uh, I was saying that, that the king of Israel saying that, no, the Lord hath called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. It's like you're like, you know, kind of saved friend saying, oh, the Lord blessed us here. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So it is the Dead Sea. Um, you know, like, the Lord is blessing us. And you're like, yeah, I prayed about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you were doing. Right. <laughs> you know, and you're just kind of like, oh, you know, it's like when they agree with you about the Lord doing something and you're like, yeah, you just agree with me. Uh, you know, but not in a spirit of hatred, just, you know. And but so, I mean, he was right. Oh, yeah. And the king of Israel said, Nay, for the Lord hath called Made these me three afraid kings to together agree with you now. to deliver them into the hand of Moab. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And this is, yeah, this is a great answer from Elisha. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look towards thee. <laughs> if you weren't with him, I wouldn't have even opened the door. Nor see thee. But now bring me a minstrel. That is literally, yeah. if you weren't with that guy. Jehoshaphat, the good king, because Edom is not a, a God-fearing kingdom. It's not even Israel or Judah. And is, not a, Israel yeah. isn't really a God-fearing. Israel at this point is not God-fearing either. But Jehoshaphat is a great, great servant of God at this point. And, um, I guess they're really the way, glad they brought him along. By the way... Um, if you, let me look up this real quick. Cause this is another point about Jehoshaphat. I'll, I won't look it up. I'll just quote it. When Ahab was going to go fight and, uh, and they asked what they should do about the battle with the prophets, right? Yeah. And they asked prophets of Baal and Jehoshaphat was there. And I, let me double check that just to see. Cause I, I believe it was Jehoshaphat at that point. Um, uh, let me double check this. Is Ahab is still alive. Ahab is still alive. Yeah, it was in Syria. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. This is First Kings 22. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. So even back then, and this is like several years, I think this is about, I would say 
based on what they said before, I'd say there's about 12 years difference. Mm. Um, Jehoshaphat is still asking them to inquire. And by the way, this is what, to get Jehoshaphat there, the king of Israel, which is Ahab, said unto Jehoshaphat, wilt thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. The exact same response. Nothing right. but consistency. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. This comes into having a consistent lifestyle no matter the situation. This is a completely different enemy. This is a completely different king. I mean, they're similar, but it's a different king of Israel. And it's a different spot. And so Jehoshaphat still has said the exact same thing that he said to Jehoram. He said, I'm with you 100%, but can we ask the Lord what to do? Which is a fair request. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and uh, said unto Baal? them... What? The prophets of Baal? Or? No. Okay. Wow. Prophets of the Lord. So oh. that's all it says. It's just the word of the Lord today. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them... Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle or shall I forbear? And I, I hate to bring this story up because it's a little long, but this is another one of those funny stories that I really love about this because this is when Ahab dies, but it, it has some funny moments in it. See, it is, a, it is my Elisha. Yeah, yes. This is, a, uh, this is not Elisha, I don't believe. I think it's a different prophet. Different prophet. Well, it's not, it's not in Elijah's time. Yes, right. It's after Elijah's time. This is. Or no, I think Elijah was still alive. I think it's before Elijah. Elijah's but, still alive. He was in the fiery world. But whirlwind. he wasn't here. He went up in the world. He wasn't here, yeah. Well, he is. <laughs> I, you know what I mean. But Yeah. So, so he asked the prophets, no other descripting given, just the prophets together, about 400 men, and said to them, shall I go up against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. By the way, do you know how hard it is to get 400 people to agree? Huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Have you tried that? No. I, can barely, I can't even get my parents to agree on something. And that's only two people. <laughs> <laughs> and Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we might inquire of him? So these other prophets, maybe they weren't quite the, you know, they were just prophets. They weren't directly, the I'm a prophet, prophet of the Lord. It's like one of those non-denominational guys versus, you know, somebody like a holiness preacher that we know. Um, and the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him, <laughs> for he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. He's always telling me I'm going to die. He's always saying this bad stuff. I'm never going to win with Micaiah the son of Imlah. And Jehoshaphat said, let not the king say so. He's like, don't prejudge him. He may say something different. You know, we just got to follow what the Lord says here. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, hasten hither, Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And Which the king, king of is this? Uh, uh, Ahab mm. and Jehoshaphat. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, each sat on his throne, having put on their robes in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied hey. before them. So this is where it starts to get a little bit like these prophets aren't really prophets of the Lord. They start improvising and, and they really, so the kings are up on their thrones, two sitting there. And in the middle space, in a void place in the entrance of the gate, that's a stage. 
they set up a spot where they're like, all right, these guys are going to come prophesy. So they got the platform already, and they start prophesying, and they're really going at it. And Zedekiah, the son of Chen... <laughs> this guy Chen is the son of that guy. Chenana is the only way. C-H-E-N-A-A-N-A-H. We lost Chenana. Chenana. That's how to say that, right? Chenana. Chenana? I don't know. Chenana is what I'm going to say. And Zedekiah, the son of that guy, made him horns <laughs> of iron. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, with these shalt thou push the Syrians until thou hast consumed them. So he made some horns out of iron in his spare time. Started, these are, This is you pushing the Syrians. Imagine, the, imagine having enough time. <laughs> Hey, hey, As you, a prophet. Hey, hey, can you uh, can you vamp for a little bit on this thing? I gotta go make myself some horns of iron. So he got a four hundred more. He made himself props. Yeah. He had it. He had a. <laughs> it's like those preachers that have a little public bag. Yeah. A Walmart that's bag. What, that's what just happened. He just walked up with his starting with his an illustration here. Flower sack or yeah, whatever. He's got an illustration ready. He made him horns of iron and said, "Thus saith the Lord: With these shalt thou push the Syrians until thou have consumed them." the king and oh that's very good they're clapping you know Maybe. and all the prophets prophesied so saying go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand and the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him saying so this cut that's a cut right there if we were in a movie that's a cut uh, or you know visual media to the messenger that is sent to take Micaiah so the prophets are prophesying and they're having fun then they the cut guy, over so to the messenger cuts, with Micaiah. Yeah, they're walking there. It cuts from the guy with the iron horns. Yeah, and then it to, pans out on all the prophets going by and prophesying, like a time lapse of them prophesying, and it pans out, and and uh, and then it, it zooms in to Micaiah and the messenger, uh, and the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, "Behold, now the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good." So it's like, the king doesn't like you already. And all the prophets are saying good stuff. All, all you got to do is say something good this time. Just once. Just kind of tell him what he wants to hear here. And he, he will love it. I said it here twice. He will love it if you just tell him something and say, just go up and you're going you're gonna to defeat him. And Micaiah said, as the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. So he's like, whatever the Lord says, I'm going to speak. Which is a good policy to have yeah, as sure a prophet. it is. Hopefully he doesn't make himself some horns. Yeah. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go up to Remoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he looks at him, he goes, is that really what the Lord told you to say? How many times do I got to tell you? Just tell me what the Lord said. It's going to be bad. I know it is. It's going to be bad. Just tell me what you're supposed to say. And he said, speaking of Micaiah, and he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. Mm. <laughs> a little different than what he said so before. So the king's going to die. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you the, that he would prosify? Oh. Wow. That wasn't <laughs> in English. That one. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, 
Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Micaiah. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right side and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets. And the Lord hath spoken evil concerning me. Again, we cannot forget that throughout all this, Ahab is the villain. He is not the hero. Jehoshaphat is making a bad association. Again, sometimes consistency is good. Sometimes you got to be very careful who your allies are here. Mm. And th at this point, Ahab has to die because that's what uh, Elijah said that he would die. And so Micaiah is saying, I saw the Lord sitting there and he said, somebody needs to go and convince him that he needs to go up to battle. So is this a warning or just no, him telling him what's him going telling to happen? what's going to happen because he knows he's not going to do anything to stop it. The king is going up. The king is going to die. Where's Jehu? who? He, yeah. He already said he saw all Israel scattered upon the hills. He knew he was going to die no matter what. He can say all he wants. But... He's not just going against Ahab. He's also saying that all the prophets are lying. And there's 400 of them and one of him. But Zedekiah, the son of Shanana, went the guy, there. The guy with the horns. The guy with the horns. <laughs> and he's been poking with the bull. And now it's time to get the horns. Watch he went near and... So good. I'm just going to take this now. Zedekiah, the son of Janana, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord for me to speak unto thee? So he's mad. He's being called a liar. And did said, he just say, yeah. Where does, Which way did the Spirit come from me to say unto thee? Yeah. Is that what he just said? Which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? So it's like, which way did it go? He's making fun of him saying he's not really being told by God to say something like that. Which one of you hit me? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber to hide thyself. So that uh, is yeah. referring, I, I believe, it. to when the king is dead, that he would he would want to hide himself because it was his fault. Again, God had told him to say that, but he he was the one. He's like, I shouldn't have made the horns. Just crying in his room. The horns convinced him I shouldn't have made them. What was I think? I spent so much money on iron. I didn't even need to. <laughs> I could have held up my fingers. I don't know why I made the horns. <laughs> the king of Israel said, take Micaiah and carry him back to Amnon, the Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son. And say, thus saith the king, put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction till I come in peace. I don't know what bread of affliction is, and I really don't want to. If I ever have to experience bread of affliction, it's a bad life. Water of affliction. Probably it's just like feed him on bad bread and bad water. Just give him the worst food. Mm. And, uh, and Micaiah said, if thou at all return in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. 
And he said, hearken, O people, every one of you. So he like starts talking to the crowd there. He's like, listen up. Unleavened bread. Okay, yeah. What a water of affliction, though. <laughs> Unleavened water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't add any chemicals. Bre bread of affliction and water of affliction are terms used in the Bible to refer to hardships and difficulties. Bread of affliction is unleavened bread. Basically, somebody said, somebody said, I don't know who it is, but it means put him in prison and give him bread and water just enough to keep him alive. What? Mm. You know how annoying that would be? <laughs> He's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, you're alive, aren't you? <laughs> Where were we going? Where? Okay, let me, let me ask you this question. Before we even got into into the miracles of Elijah, what was our topic? What were we talking about? So we talked about who our favorite prophet was. We were talking about, oh man, uh, I, it was no, no. it was me that started the the reason why we got into Elijah, into Elijah and Elijah. What what were we talking about? You just said that your favorite prophet was Elijah. That, yeah, and why did I, I say that? I was talking about this being a ministry. Yes, and the reason why. I felt like this was a promise to a, a being a ministry was we would be able to bring up a good story and be able to communicate that with an audience. And yes. then and that's what I we did. said, yeah, our ADHD, my ADHD. I've helped. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my ADHD can be a great way to talk to people, to let them know that it's not, they're not, the, they're not the only ones that deal with something. Yeah. Whatever we talk about, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, okay, they go through the same situations. How can they keep their faith through it? I, I was and the one then that I said, that's that why my favorite, my favorite uh, prophet is Elijah. Yeah. Because of his story of running from Jezebel. Because he went to go hiding. And when he went to go hiding, God said, there's 7,000 that did not bow a knee to Baal. Yeah. And then when he heard that, of course, there's people out there that are in the same boat that I am. So why am I hiding? Why am I running away from it when there's people yeah. I can com that I can relate with? And that's sure. where that's why I that's where we went to. Then we rabbit trailed into Yeah. I think we should leave that in about us trying to figure out where we started because I think it's really cool to see the path. Yeah. And I think it will transition well people. into an ending where we're talking back upon what we've said. It looks funny for us because we're just like going off on rabbit trail after rabbit trail. But we brought up interesting stuff and we didn't really have a, a goal. We were just kind of discussing it. Yeah, we were just having a, we were just having a free-flowing conversation. Sure. And yeah. it went into the Bible, which I yeah. enjoy. And both of those stories are very interesting. And if you want to look these up, you can always you know look them up for read yourself. The and read. version Bible, not, uh, not, yeah. not sponsored. Yeah, KJV, not sponsored. but we bring up version a lot. It's a great Bible. You can you look it up yeah, online as well. I use, I use version because... Like I said last time we did this, it has where you w it will <laughs> the verse image. read it for you. <laughs> yeah, it will read it for you. The verse image we brought up before. Anyhow, if you want to look up these stories for yourself and finish it out, read them for yourself. It's in First uh, and Second Kings. There's so many interesting stories in those books. Honestly, I think don't read those as much for like spiritual basis on how you should live your life. Because there's other books. I would say most of the New Testament is for that. But there's books where you can just read it and be like, that's an interesting story, right? There's books, yeah, there's, there's books, books that you can read that really show how great God is. Yes. That's the whole premise of the Bible. And what not to do when it comes to Ahab and all these other kings. You're like, look how good Jehoshaphat had it because he was true to the Lord. Even when he supported people who were not true, 
the Lord still blessed him because he wanted to do the best thing for everyone. Yeah. He wanted to help people and, and it was his job. So did it matter that Elisha had a double portion of Elijah's blessing? Did it matter? I don't think it matters. I don't think it mattered that Elisha had a double portion. I don't think he, portion. he wanted, I don't think that was his goal. No. He, it was faith. That right. was the biggest part is instead of him asking, can you stay? You know, can't Elisha stay or do more? Just ask him, give me all, you know, all your stuff. Well, if we go into the Bible and we start looking at the, king, it's the first and second Kings and we start reading it and to take Chronicles our, as well, right? Well, yeah, it's all yeah. the Kings. You know that first, first, what was it? First, second Samuel, first, second Kings and first, first second Chronicles, Chronicles were all one book. Yeah. They were just separated. Right. Uh, now, you know. Now you can, da, 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 you, there you go. Da, da, da. <laughs> the um, what was I going with that? Um, I don't know. You were saying that if you read all those. Okay, books. if you read all those books and you try to gain a spiritual walk through those books, you're gonna be like, "Well, Lord, give me a double blessing of them." Yeah. You know, it's not the it's not about the double blessing. And, and it it's about the it's, it's about the obedience, about the faithfulness, and going through with what God tells you to do. Right. That's what it's about. And that's what all these books have in common. Elijah did exactly what God told him to do. Elisha did exactly what God told him to do. You know, Ahab didn't do what God told him to do. And we learned a lot from that, you know. And that you go through all the Bible. Jehu yeah. did the same thing. You, you go, go through the Bible and you look at all these things and look how, how faithful all these people were to God. Sure. And God gave them blessings. It didn't matter what portion they had. It didn't matter... It didn't matter like double portion, triple portion or not, it was that their faithfulness and their obedience to God is what <coughs> pulled them through in the end. Right. Well, and it, to your point about the double portion, when it came down to it, he he was asked, what do you want? Right. And it was by Elijah, but it was also by God. I mean, God was giving him a chance to make that request. Right. And in your life, there may be moments, you know, Solomon moments where Solomon was asked, what do you want? And you can ask for anything. And in my mind, it also connects to when Isaiah asked Ahaz, uh, the king of Israel, to smite on the ground with the, the arrows. Right? And he's like, smite uh, on the ground. I thought it was to shoot them out the window. Nope. Smite on the ground. And, that uh, was Jonathan. That was Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. Um, he smite on the ground. Yeah, that was when it, where he was buried. And uh, uh, Isaiah asked the king to smite on the ground with the arrows, and he smote three times. And he was mad at him. He said, you should have smoted five or six times, and you would have smote in this country until they were fully destroyed. But instead, you smote that. We oftentimes are careful of what we ask for. And we don't, I don't want to burden God. I don't want to put too much on yeah, him. But that's not You can't. He's God. You cannot. If you have faith, that's the difference. If you have faith that he's going to do it, you can't ask too much. Preach he it. might not give you all of it go ahead, at one time. Right. But if you have the faith required now, if you go into it and you say, I'll ask him for this, but I don't know. That's a different story. You're not talking about that. But if you have full faith that he's going to do it, sometimes that's where it comes down to. I don't think the double portion matters as much. Right. I think it's having the faith to say, Solomon saying, I want wisdom. I want unlimited wisdom and God saying wow that's a great answer some people would have said riches some people would have said power but you get all of those things because wisdom gives you everything else it's all connected if you have wisdom you know how to take care of every situation and that includes wealth 
That includes power. That includes how to be a good ruler and not have your people hate you. All of those things were included. Elisha being asked about that. You know, he's asked, what do you want? What is your request? And he's thought about it. Maybe he thought about it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just... It would also... Uh, a possibility is he had thought about it before. I. That's what I'm thinking. Is he had thought about it and said, if he asked me if I want anything, I would love to have a double portion. Because you... Again, he was right next to him. Yeah, like the whole time. Some, not the whole He called him right after the, um, the fire. Hmm. But he was there for several miracles. I mean, that's still so, a really long time. You see that, and he's talking to him, and he sees the great things that he's done and the good that he's done for Israel. And, and he says, not just to be a bigger name, but could I do double the good that he's done? The double portion is not just a list, an arbitrary list of miracles of like we have right. to line these up and say these are the number. We did that a little for fun. But again, you saw the number of things that we didn't consider miracles. Right. And yeah, we just like kind of said like the yeah, prophecies and stuff. All that. You're like, well, they're just trying to get a list up. You know, they're trying to get a big list of miracles that exactly lines up. It wasn't that. I think it was just a double portion of the good that Elijah did, a double portion of the fame that Elijah had, and a double portion of those miracles. But it's not the number of miracles, but the type of miracles. You know they what? did do very similar miracles in some, in well, some but, aspects. Yeah. Here, here, here's, here's something to leave this topic with. I talked to Granny about this one time. And I said, Granny, why does it seem like the double portion doesn't make sense double like as a number-wise? Is it the double portion of his power? Double portion of his wisdom? Double portion of what? And then Granny tells me, just think of it as a double portion of God's blessing. Mm. That's how you think of it. Because yeah. in the Bible, King James, if you look at it, what it says, give me a double portion of your blessing. Doesn't say give me a double portion of your miracles. Doesn't right. say give me a double yes. portion of your knowledge. That's give right. me a double portion of your blessing. All of us have been blessed by God in some way or another, whether that's a good family situation, a good life or just the ability to go to church as a child. It's not about what kind of blessing you get, it's what you do with it. Right. Some people have been growing up in church all their life, they have that blessing. And they're not in church right now. Yeah. Living a life of sin. They didn't do the right things with it. You know, if you haven't been blessed in this situation granted. or that, you know, you you have to use that blessing. Elisha could have gotten that double portion and never done any miracles and just sat back and done nothing. He had a blessing, but he didn't use it. And so it's not about like the number. The, like the man hiding the talent in, the, yeah. in that story. I, we were talking about it. I think my favorite is prophet is probably Elijah, just, or Elisha, because of the type of miracles that he did. Because Elijah did a lot of great miracles, but Elisha had so many interesting, just like weird. Some of them were weird. They were strange. They were like, huh. That's funny, you know, that, that the that's the kind of miracle. Yeah, the axe head is a great example. The bears, that's a new thing. You've got all these like, throwing water into their springs. The one I was trying to Salt. bring up with the king <laughs> of Edom, where basically he, he said to, in the same chapter, he said to make these giant ditches, and, and they're going to be filled with water, because they needed water when they were trying to march against Moab. And they were not, it did not rain. There was no dew. 
but the ditches were full the next day. All of them. And these were giant. I mean, these were huge ditches. And then on top of that, that could be one miracle in itself. On top of that, the kings of Moab looked out and the Lord made them appear like giant pools of blood. The water looked like blood. And they said, they said that the kings had already fought amongst themselves and killed Mm. themselves. So the Moabites were not ready for an attack. But that and was they also were a miracle right there. Exactly. There were two in the same thing. His type of miracles were amazing. That's a double portion, right? You got one miracle, and then you've got another on top of I wonder if that. that's what it was. I like the way you think about that, Bill. Well, you think, um, who did the cruise of oil? No, it was. That was Elijah Elijah did the uh, the single cruise of oil, right? When when the widow was running out of food, and she only and had pot enough of meal. Yeah. pot of meal yeah. to yeah. make a cake. And he's like, you know, just make me a cake and then you will have it. And he, she which, had it for the rest was, of the famine. Cake was bread. Right, was yeah. Was. And he, she had enough for the famine. It was leavened bread. Right. Yeah. She just poured out for herself and she had enough. Then you think of Elisha coming to the woman whose sons are going to be sold. Yeah. Because she didn't have any money. And he said, get all the vessels. So now you're not just putting it into your pan. You're pouring into different vessels, oh all these different things. All that she could find. Yes. Everything. That's like a double. Like, isn't like that a double portion? Borrowing from neighbors. Yes. I wonder how far down the street. Uh, street. Oh, I wonder sure. how far they went. I'm sure along. They were all that you could find. Any vessels you can give me. He wanted to show how good this miracle was going to be. And then they keep pouring it out, pouring it until the last vessel. They say there's, there's no more vessels. We filled them all. And then the oil stopped. There was no more oil in that lamp. That was all it was in that mm. little vessel. That was it, it was perfectly enough mm. until the last moment. But isn't that such a great miracle? And I'm not comparing, Amen. but that you know, really thinking good. of the previous miracle, that was one little pot of oil and one meal, which was still a great miracle. But every day there was a little bit at a time. It was a different type of miracle. It wasn't one to get money. It was just to keep you going. Again, we talked about the bread and water. But it was, but it was a very expensive oil. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was very expensive. She could have taken all that oil and sold it for, she for could a have. lot of money. But, but I don't know what she, she didn't did with it, need the money. No. That's what I mean. You could use it, but it was one thing where the need that she said was her sons were going to be sold, they needed money. Mm-hmm. But when it was, I don't have any food for a famine, then right. they didn't need the money. They just had what was needed. Yeah. So I, I really love, you know, Elisha's miracles. And it, all of them are great. I'm not it saying that. It was all proving God's loyalty and God's blessings. Yeah. As was. guys, we're all going to talk about our favorites of anything, you know, when it comes to prophets. Usually it's football, but we don't Oof. do that, you know, and it's sports or something like that. But I would much Which rather talk about Which version of football, though? I know. Football? No. Uh, yeah. The round-shaped one. Yeah. Let me stop. Oblong. No. Uh, but we like talking about those kind of things. And if it's about the Bible, it's much better for us than talking about the things of the yeah. world. We'll always compare and contrast, and we're not, you know, gonna be angry. I, I wanted Elijah, and you know, all that <laughs> stuff. It's, it's. I mean, fun. we all, we all relate to something. Yeah. We, we cut, the reason why it's your favorite is because you relate to it in some way. Sure, Granny in, would probably say. Uh, Granny would probably say Isaiah. You don't think David? That's for her favorite. That's not a prophet, but. Oh well, yeah. I would say Isaiah yeah. for her. David was a prophet, wasn't he? No, nah, no, really. he's not really a prophet. No, no. He I profited I'm, I'm from lost. the death of another man. No, yeah. It's okay. Oof. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, yeah. Daniel. I don't know. I, he's a good one, too. Right. That's the thing. There's different eras of prophets. Yeah. So this is funny to me, but you guys probably won't think. So when Daniel Thompson, Brother Daniel, started preaching, mm-hmm. uh, his first sermon was out of the book of Daniel. <laughs> 
On purpose? Can't say. Can't say. All right, God gave it to him. I yeah. guess so. It's his name. It was. It was just a little funny. Like, uh, you know, he was like, he was real nervous. And of course. Of course, right? Like first sermon. And he says, uh, "Open, open your Bibles to the book of Daniel." And the pastor laughed. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's fun. Anyhow, we love talking about this kind of stuff. If you enjoy hearing about it, leave a note on our website. If there's other prophets, if you have an idea of who you think your favorite prophet is, or you want us to discuss something like, you know, compare and contrast different things, hopefully we won't get off topic too bad. Sometimes we go off the rails it pretty happens. early. But if you enjoy that, please leave feedback on our website, www.thebrospod.com. Thank everybody for listening. We love doing this. It's honestly one of the best parts of my week. I enjoy it. I'm glad other people are enjoying it at least a little bit. <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing this, but thank you and all for listening. Even if they don't want to go to the website, they can send messages on Facebook and Instagram as well, right? That's true. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. If you need to send us something, probably Facebook is easier for us to, to see. Definitely easier for Facebook. Yes. If so that. if you have that, please leave us a message. We will try to get back to you on that. Uh, and honestly, we love hearing feedback. We've heard very little so far, but we love hearing it, and we would love to hear your opinions on different things. We get to hear live feedback about this kind of stuff, but we enjoy everyone listening, and we love having this opportunity because we talked about it already. We feel like this is a ministry. We want it to be a ministry, but we can only let it be a ministry if there are people to be ministered to. So you have to be, you know, if you're open to that, we're going to try to have some serious stuff on here, but we also want to, you know, not let it be too dark. We're keeping, you know, cream, no sugar. We're trying to keep that active. Don't sugarcoat it, but keep it light. And uh, we really appreciate what the Lord has done for us. Anything else anybody else wants to say? You got a last minute thought, Jose? This is a great opportunity to give our ideas and what we have been feeling out in the mainstream of podcast. Hopefully... We can go and put this onto Facebook if you're not already watching it, if we have that available to you. The opportunity to just sit here and communicate with each other here on this podcasting atmosphere has been very great. Sorry, my vocabulary is not the best. Okay. But the opportunity to be here and to have conversation is awesome. And we can talk about things for days. That's true. And we just would love to hear what you have to say if you have any ideas or anything that you want us to talk about. We'd love to hear it. Bill said it. I just want to reiterate it. Thebrospod.com and on Facebook. Facebook is really our main social media platform right now. I don't know anybody in here that is taking care of Instagram, but I'm taking care of Facebook as much as I can. We appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you. Continue sharing the podcast. We want to see this grow. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night, everybody.